Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I'm joined here today by Gabriel Bringers. Good day. And Robbie Payne. Here's the thing. I was sitting here acting like I was <laughs> distracted, like super into my phone, mm-hmm. hoping that Joe was going to try to get me. Yeah, what that? Like, announce me first. What that, what'd that get you? Nothing. Got you Sorry, TK. Nothing. You're going to have to wait another week. <laughs> Or it's, year. I was going to say, at this point, or, we're talking six months. Anyway. No, it'll be whenever the next time I'm not here. That's when uh, it'll be. That'll work out. Uh, I'm holding the line to, here. Kind of poison Gabe. <laughs> he, he'd still introduce Gabe first because we yeah. end up putting you. Even if you weren't on the podcast, yeah. we have Gabriel. Bring, oh, you know what? No. I don't. Ha- he's not here. Like actually. Gabriel's not with us today. Let's talk about him for a minute, and then we'll introduce you. But anyway, but anyway. all of our listeners, what's up, guys? I'm worth talking about. Are you? I am. What should we talk about that's going on in your world? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't doesn't matter. You got to come up with something. You said you're worth talking about. Had some dental work earlier this week. I feel like a new man. It was yeah. There you go. It was the last of a long time coming stuff, and uh, it's over and and in recovery. And it's awesome to have that finished and over with. I've got an interesting personal fact that just showed up on my phone. (laughs) That's super random. Oh no! So uh, around the holidays, I don't know where this is going. This is great. Around the holidays. Well, he was just t- talking about his wife a few minutes ago. Yeah, so. I don't know where this is going. <clears throat> yeah. This week. No, I'm just. Uh, so <laughs> last uh, last year around the holidays, uh, Mandalorian was blowing up and Baby Yoda yeah. uh, tree ornaments were going crazy. Like people couldn't find them. They yeah. wanted them and they couldn't find them in stores. And so they started blowing up on eBay. Well, my wife uh, works in... Um, what is the name for it? Um, it's a... Uh, um, what do you call it? Um, um, 
merchandise. Like merchandise. There you so go. So she yeah. goes to different stores and she merchandises. I was thinking hospitality. Yeah. That was her old <laughs> for uh, uh, yeah. oh. for American greetings. Uh, and she uh, there we go. And she, so she's in stores a lot. So she was working a ton around you know prior to Black Friday or whatever. And so she happened to be at Walmart at the right time. And there was a whole bin of these uh, baby Yoda uh, ornaments. So, so she's, she's the reason people couldn't find them. She bought them all. No, and now she's reselling <laughs> no, them at ten. She X. did. I was like, go ahead and buy, go ahead and buy like ten of them or something, ten or fifteen. We'll just sell them. Uh, so we did. By the time like we got a, we we put them all up. I think the next day or something. Huh. I, I don't know if maybe she saw those and then they also flooded other stores. We I think we sold two. Um, so we ended up with like a box of Baby Yoda <laughs> ornaments. Not horrible. That's not bad. This oh mor- man, I was hoping that was going to be the no, end of the story. No. So this this morning, I, <laughs> Done. I, have, That's it. I have a notification from eBay because we've just left them on. Like, keep reposting every seven days. Just put yourself back out there and try you just again. Sold them all? No, just sold one. It was just like <laughs> your what? item sold. I was like, what item? I'm not selling anything on eBay. And I'm like, oh my gosh, somebody bought a baby Yoda and the beginning of october that's so, awesome all right so we finally Great. sold another one what a <laughs> rant it's almost been a year so well, now i'm like uh hi wife um i hope you know where those baby yodas are because we just we sold, one. sold one we need to ship one wow yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen yeah. them in forever but uh she's kind of like wow squir- she's squirrel like she puts things away she she defines herself as this by the way she uh, just I, she she, she calls says, herself squirrel like yeah, she says I'm wow. not, I, I, let me use my squirrel powers that and like she will she'll put something away yep. and six months later i'll be like do you know where that is yeah yeah and she'll walk right into the basement and dig through some stuff be like boom yeah right here. my wife like, doesn't use the squirrel reference weird. but anytime my kids ask well what, where's my and i'm just like i don't know it's not my job to keep track of your things and yes, then my wife's my like response. it's in the because my kids have like the big shelf that has nine cubes in it she's like it's in the cubes it's in the second row middle cube under (laughs) the captain america mask cube 3b yeah and she's like i'm that's my that's my superpower is i am the knower of where things are and i'm like that's a general thing it must be it's a it's a constant uh comedy trope you know that the man never knows where things are and the woman yeah, just kind of has uh, a way of knowing. But I think, like my wife's, uh, we talked about this last week. We actually had some conversation on Patreon about ADHD versus ADD, and so uh, I appreciated some of that back and forth. Um, and and I think which version of it? So the version I was talking about watching the videos and be like, yeah, which I think I was corrected. That is ADD. Uh, so the hyperactivity changes it. I think um, the guy kind of mislabeled it or whatever. I don't know. Um, that's the the type that my wife tends to have like she'll she likes to leave things out uh, and see them and so i think i don't know if it's it's part of that or it's the women part of it yeah. or if it's also that mixed with the fact that she's just grown up learning how to navigate that sure it means that you've got to you got to know where your stuff is and so like her office was always that way that one of the jobs she had where she had a kind of a larger office it was a catastrophe all the time, and you know, and I'd come in and I help her clean that it office, up, dude. And and we, you know, fully clean house, and it, when it, it went a month, it would be back, back and like right she back. knew that, but she could operate in it, and it's so it was always so weird to me. I was like, I don't, like I I I, I wouldn't be able to function. It stresses me out. Yeah, like I, I couldn't. Right function. now, my desk is messy, and it's tr- it's it's stressing me out a little bit. Yeah, it was the same. I kind I of was, just keep ignoring. When I was home for uh, COVID, you know, yeah. like. Our bedroom is not meant to be worked in, and so I really like I had to do a couple hours of kind of like oh let's rearrange this, move this around, and get it to this clean space. And it became what's funny for me 
it became this space in my house where I kind of, especially when I was just quarantining by myself and I knew I had to go kind of go down, put my gloves and my mask on and get my food and go back up to the room. Like when I get back up there and walk in, it's like, this is so, serene. I like, I love this. Yeah. This is so nice. So qu- question that just made me think. So you did all that, like you did the whole gloves mask thing and oh, yeah. then come to find out your entire family basically. I'm pretty it. sure my kids brought it in, <laughs> yeah. but they weren't, there were no symptoms. Yeah. And so they so had, had to tested. do it at it that was time. Over, yeah. yeah. Over the weekend we couldn't test. Right. And so it was like, I'm the only one that I the knew. little home kit stuff. No, no, we just, yeah. uh, the kids got tested, their schools, uh, yeah. our, the local school system did testing. So we took them on that Tuesday after, cause that was Labor Day weekend. So it was even, even harder to get a test. Right. So yeah. anywho, fun stuff. Yeah. It, uh, it's just different people. And yeah. as I'm getting older, I'm learning to just like roll with this kind of yeah, stuff. You know, sure. it's like, it's so funny as you're younger, you think, why aren't they like me? You know, why don't, why don't they do the thing that this is the way it should be done. And it's like, it's not always true just because. You know, a, a little bit of mess makes me anxious. That's not on the person that makes that mess. Just if because it, it stresses you out doesn't mean it stresses out exactly. everyone. Yeah. Exactly. And and learning how to kind of, I don't know, not, not just cope with it, but kind of embrace it a little bit. And I don't want to encourage that. Like, I don't want to encourage my kids to just throw things down. Like, there's a difference between being disorganized or whatever uh, you would call gross. it and being well and being just <laughs> lazy about it yeah. like being willfully lazy like i know where that goes and it does bother me that it's there because i was that way when i was younger like i didn't like the messiness but i was just too distracted and, and wanted right. to do whatever i wanted to do versus taking the moment it would take to go put that thing away yeah. you know and and so that's as i got older and realized like hey i'm gonna the rest of my day will feel better if I just take care of these couple tasks first and I'll sure. feel better about it versus somebody who it's like genuinely just doesn't bother them uh, for there to be some clutter around. It's like, you know, that's just part of marriage and, yeah. and, and living and there you go. Like, sure. Um, that, I, I get into this stuff. Like I, yeah. I, I feel like I, I probably could have gone down that road like professionally. Probably. I, I really, I really enjoy uh, thinking through like why we as humans, why we do the stuff that we do. Like, why do we like the things we like? Why do certain things make us mad and yeah. all that stuff? It's, it's yeah, my, super interesting. My brothers, uh, well, one of my brothers and I were having a conversation <clears throat> about um, kind of like uh, uh, over overachiever type people, um, which I think all of uh, me and my brothers would, would categorize ourselves as and to to a fault sometimes, right? And like why we like some little things we just continually like put off. Right. And then by the way, like the gratification of when you actually get it done and versus like, I do a lot of stuff, but I have chairs. I ordered chairs for my dining room table. I live by myself. So like, I'll roll my uh, computer chair in there to eat dinner. <laughs> like, that sounds I just, so sad. I just don't care. Just I just don't care, dude. And so I've got, I've got chairs that I ordered that have been sitting there for literally two months. <laughs> don't need them. Don't eat them. What do you, what you, is it loud, Gabe? Yeah, they just feel like they're really, really hot for some reason. Are, are yours loud? No, I'm good. Oh, weird. You're sensitive. You're, 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 I guess you're so. getting old. You have sensitive ears. Boys, you keep possible. it down over there. Yeah. <laughs> Should it be the opposite? Shouldn't it be hard my, of hearing? Yeah. yeah. My, my mic is a little hot. Let me turn it down. Yeah, it was there when you laughed. It yeah. was, it was your laugh that made me want yeah, to throw his, he oh, threw shit. his earphones out and just like, forget it. God. I'm out. <laughs> By the way, you're, uh, I, I totally get what you're saying as far as the uh, overachiever thing, but it does sound like a humble brag. 
Oh, hundred percent. Like, yeah. My entire family. We're overachievers. We too. are overachievers to a, to a no, fault. Like, to a fault. You know okay. what I'm saying? It, that I, I know it's not. That is not just, at all what I meant. It's just funny. <laughs> it it's yeah. Sorry. I, I can no. I can see. Tell I, you what I, I, totally I tell my daughter. It may not be what you meant, but is what you said. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally I do see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying. That is that is certainly not no, not what no. I meant. Yeah. I hundred percent get that too. Because I look at like my my like my career history. I'm like, man, I've done a lot of stuff, and in, in some people's eyes, I've achieved a lot of things as far as the things that I've I've set mm-hmm. out to do, and and like I. I don't I don't view myself any better than anyone else in the yeah. world and I'm like it's just another it's like I woke up I, I decided I wanted to try to do this thing so I did this thing that doesn't yeah. mean I haven't failed at stuff but just I don't feel like uh, and I think Robbie's the same way if you decide you want to do something you should really try to really grind it out and figure out how to do it well yeah. or just don't mess with it at all yeah I've, I don't think I've ever seen Robbie like commit to doing something and they get halfway into it and be like, eh, I'm not doing this. Even if it's out of, you know, I don't want to say arrogance, but it's out of just wanting to commit to doing something. I've committed to do this. So even if I get halfway into it and decide I don't like it, I'm going to finish yeah. it because I committed to do it. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a good quality to have. It is. You know? But uh, again, yeah. it sounds like a humble brag, but it's like, yeah, that I think that part of me sometimes can cause me to seem like I'm non-committal to things because in my mind I know that if I decide to go do yeah. that if I go down that path I got to go to the end of the yeah. path and and so well, like it's like like uh, with golf this year maybe, for me maybe, like getting back into playing golf mm-hmm. again like that's not a small commitment like yeah. some people are like yeah I'm going to play some golf like I can't play some golf I either I need to be as good at golf as I I can be with the time that I have allotted or I don't want to, I just don't so, want to mess with it. And yeah. that's not always so, the best way to approach everything. Yeah, exactly. And, and maybe, maybe a better word for it is like overly ambitious. Maybe yeah. ambition. Like I just tell people I'm obsessive about things. Yeah. That's, that's kind that's of what of I am. Yeah. I just, I get into but something it's like, and I just you gotta know, go all the way. It's exactly what you're saying. Like for me with disc golf, you know, I had a, <laughs> another friend who's very similar to me and my brothers who his wife was like, why can't you just go play disc golf and just have fun? And it's like, Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> right, you know, and I, I don't know, uh, yeah. but certain people are just but, wired that way. And, but, and there's part of me that's like, I want to be wired this way because I want to get good at whatever the thing is. But right. at the same time, there is part of me that's like, I wish I could just, I wish I could at will just turn yeah. that off and, and so just that's, be like, oh, yeah. I'm just gonna go play and enjoy. Like, yeah. started playing pickleball, and before you know it, I'm watching pickleball videos, right. and I'm yeah. like, what's the best way to do this, and what kind of racket, like. Right. I'm just, yeah. I just want to go play pickleball right. with my I, kids and not fall into that kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. I think about like, I think about fishing a lot. Cause when we were younger, we used to go on a lot of fishing trips. My dad went deep sea fishing. We would always go to land between the lakes and go fishing. I'm like, the goal was to go out and spend the day on, on the lake. And my dad would pay. We, we had a guide that would take us and you want to catch a ton of fish and bring them home and this and that, whatever. And I'm like, I, I envy these people who look at fishing as this thing where you're like, oh, I sat at the pond all day and didn't catch a thing. And <laughs> yeah. It was great. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like, I if I'm out there for two hours and I don't get a bite, I'm done. I'm yeah. like, this. No. It was like, mm, nope. it was great. Was yeah. it? it? Was it great? It, it was awesome. That seems great. terrible. No. Yeah. 
I mean, it doesn't mean I don't, you know, like I can, well, I can't say that either. I'm like, I can veg out and play some PUBG, but no, I mean, PUBG gets frustrating because I want to, I want to do really <laughs> exactly. well and then you can get cheaters and it's yep. like, it, yeah, it's, yeah. that's yeah, not like, relaxing. Perfect, perfect example, like with PUBG, you know, we, we're like dead set that we got to win and mad because this and that and all that stuff every time we play and it's like. What are we? What are we training to go like get in the <laughs> world championships? No, yeah, like, like you know, we're so far not. from being esports guys. It's not even funny, but we want to be because. But you want to play with them? Like, oh, I gotta. Yeah, like I could. I can and play then with we have guys. these glimpses where it's like we have a week where our team is playing really well because we have another guy here in the office building that plays with us on lunch, and we do really well. And then things change, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, a month goes by and we can't win a match. <laughs> let's let's go play the bots because we we suck. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like it's interesting though because the the article that my brother was talking about is when you're like that, whether you want to call it being an overachiever or or whatever, being overly ambitious, or it, it, a lot of it just boils down to expectations with yourself, mm, right. standards that you set for yourself. And what happens is it creates anxiety. And so for me, like I have anxiety as we sit here right now about putting. <laughs> about maybe knocking your soda in the floor. I'm just leaving Man that. down. <laughs> I'm leaving that. About putting up these dang curtains. That would have been you know, a gr- just, hey, that would have been a great slow-mo shot. That would have been a slow-mo shot. Hey. <laughs> wait till our next video. Wait. Just wait. There's some spillage. But yeah, like cre- when, when you when you have certain standards for yourself, we've been busy. I haven't had time to put up the curtain. So it's like in the back of my mind just like getting at me. Whenever I finally get it done, I'll have this like rush of like it. getting it done but it's weird like you know you 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 create um expectations for yourself and that's that's what my brothers and i were talking about it's like a lot of it just boils down to expectations and like the standards you set for yourself of like you being able to just go for me go play disc golf and just have fun you know right um, which i'm getting there i'm working on it because obviously being the way that i am has gotten me where i'm at and you know right. it's, it's, it's been not good all bad it's been good in a lot of ways but it right. also it's to a deficit sometimes when um, sometimes those things uh, keep you from having a good time or maybe put a strain on your relationships because you're too focused on something maybe. Well, well so that we we don't fully derail and not even talk about anything other than like <laughs> psychotherapy and, and such. It's a, a lot of these things the apply. <laughs> Welcome. A lot of these things apply to uh, the way that we, you know, deal with and, and handle, uh, you know, unboxings and reviews and the way that we approach equipment. Uh, and, and a lot of this is the reason that Chrome Unboxed even exists to begin with. You know, it's... Yeah, it's... All of those things, like, tie in. Like, it's it's important to, to remember that. Like, um, you know, our videos have gotten better because there's this, hey, I can do that. I see that on YouTube. I saw this guy do that. And I don't care that he's using $500,000 worth of equipment. How can we get closer to that with what we're using? And yep. there's this, for me, it's about, uh, you know, tempering expectations of, of hardware. Like, I'll see this this piece of hardware and I'm like, oh, that's going to be it. This is <laughs> right. going to be the thing. And I'm ripping yep. into the box and I can't wait and I get it out. And four and a half minutes go by and I'm like, Shut the laptop. Nope, that's not it. Yeah, it didn't make it. It didn't. It didn't do it for me. You <laughs> right. know, and it, and, it, and w- but part of that is because I created an expectation that was just too high. It was too ridiculous for yeah. a piece of hardware. And if I could minimize that, and so I'm I'm trying to work on that. Like, and I had to do that a lot with the HP X211. Like the I had to. Uh, the Pixel Six would be a great candidate to try that out yeah. on because we're all nope, going to be I'm full, so I'm full hype beast mode yeah not that one man. I'm going full blown yeah. if it doesn't live up to it I'm throwing it out the window 
return. We're going back to my one plus. We'll have not to, true. We'll not have true. to bar. We, we, I'll sell you mine. We have something. We have something. We have something in the office. We don't have the Pixel Six. We're, we're not even. Gonna, if we did have it, we probably wouldn't be able to be able to tell you. But we don't. have We it. don't promise. We don't. Um, we're not. We're not being weird. Like but, we don't have one. But we do no. have. But we do have a case, which yes. we're which we we need to talk about because this is this is interesting. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's interesting. So. Go ahead and tell them what you got there. And yeah, I'll so read this message. Uh, just put out uh, a post about this actually right before we started uh, recording the podcast. Um, a couple of things that we've been able to learn uh, from this case, and That's one cool. of the one of the big ones for me was um, when they announced it at six point seven inches. I'm like, normally, normally with phones, probably up until just the last year, the bigger the screen, the better. Like sure. I just like. Yeah, make, give me a tablet I can put in my pocket. Like that's I because I'm going to play games on it. I'm going to watch videos on it. I'm going to consume content on it. Like I'm going to do all this stuff on my phone. The bigger the screen is, the bigger the keyboard is. All all good things. I'm I'm never uh, uh, sad about large screen phones. But I feel like we got to a point where it's like, okay, that's big enough. Like that's that's enough. It's getting a little ridiculous if we're not careful. Like let's not keep pushing the boundaries and. I think that came for me like the last few OnePlus phones I've had had a 6.55 inch screen. They kind of stuck with that for a bit. So I think the OnePlus 7, 7T, 8, uh, and the 8T that I have, and even the 9 that Gabe's got, 6.55. That that felt like they were like, I, we think this is it. I don't yeah. know if we can get any bigger than that. And then the Samsung uh, Galaxy S, I think 20, the 20, 20 maybe 21. 21. Yeah. I don't know how big the 20 was, but the 21 for sure is the one that I picked up for like 18 hours. Um, and it has a 6.7-inch screen. And that that was a big, big phone. So it, was, it was, yeah. It just, yeah. I don't, it felt big. It felt, like, it, yeah, it felt too big. Yeah, and granted, I didn't give it enough time because Samsung software, I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. So I, I, I quickly returned it. But I just, the thing I remember about that phone is how big it felt. Like it just, it felt like eh, that we went too far. Um, and then when they said the Pixel 6 Pro was going to be 6.7 inches, I was like, uh-oh. Like, that's, that might be, that might just be too large of a phone. And so I started thinking about, like, well, maybe I can go with the Pixel 6. Because uh, it's going to be 6.4. 4, yeah. Which the yeah. Pixel yeah. XL, or 4 XL, 6.3. So you're still getting a slightly larger screen than what you, I always thought the Pixel 4 XL screen <clears> was a little small. Um, but you know, 6.4 is pretty close to the 6.55 inches. So it's like, you know, a 10th or whatever of an inch, not that big of a deal. Um, and so I really started thinking about that, but then when, you know, you start looking at the specs and it's like, man, have that 4X telephoto is going to be sweet. And I forget like there's more Ram in the pro. The and six has the best color though, is the crappy yeah, part. The six does have the better color. <laughs> that way. orange color, man. I'm going with the white gray though. I love yeah. a white, white phone, but I, I like the black rails on the pixel four and the pixel six is going to have the black rails instead of the silvery ones. It's got a flat screen instead of a curved screen, blah, blah, blah. So anywho, uh, the more I thought about it, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to be happy with that two months after the phone's launched. I need to just get the, the, the pro, but 6.7 inches, is it going to be too big? It's going to be just like unwieldy and annoying in my pocket constantly. So getting this case in, it was very interesting to start putting all our phones in it, like dropping them in, just seeing like not, not measurements and anything like that, but really in your hand, how, feeling how's it. How's it feel in the hand? Yep. Uh, and, you know, Gabe's phone actually fits 
almost perfectly almost. snug. So the yeah. OnePlus 9 is almost a perfect fit in this thing. Uh, and I don't feel like that's that phone is too big to deal with. Uh, my phone, the OnePlus 8T, fits left and right exactly into it. I want to say, I bet you it's a millimeter on the top, maybe. There's a slight bit of wiggle, but in general, like I set this case next to my phone, and it's not that much different. Um, so not a bother. The biggest surprise to me, and I hadn't even thought about this, was Joe's got the Pixel 4 XL. And that thing, I looked it up for the article. I mean, we're talking percentages of a millimeter difference in height, width, depth versus my OnePlus 8T. So we set the Pixel 4 XL in here. Same thing. It basically just fits in here. It's mm-hmm. a slight bit smaller. I mean, we're talking shavings. Yeah. Uh, so uh, case, case in point holding this hand. Uh-huh. Okay, see what it did case, there. case in point. Um uh, holding this case in my hand, imagining that there's a phone in it kind of thing. Very comfortable. Sliding it in my pocket, very comfortable. And it's not really that much different than other phones that we have around and that I've been using. And so it, again, as long as the weight isn't crazy, the the depth of it is the same as the AT. Like it's did not they list the weight. They have they've not officially done it. The leaked specs are out there and stuff about the weight of it. So it'd be interesting if if that has leaked. Uh, we can we can find that. So that that was the main thing I wanted to see. I just wanted to hold this and just be like, okay, no, this isn't going to be ridiculous. It's going to be fine. Um, and then you've got the the camera notch on the back. That was the other thing. Looking at any of the renders, it's like, what's this really going to look like? Is this going to be like a, a shelf sitting back here? Am I going to put like trinkets on the top of it and? And, and honestly, with the case, I kind of was hoping, of course, this is a very thin case. So yeah. the thicker your case, the more that camera notch is going to kind of go away. Go away. But I don't like thick cases. I'm going to always have a thin case. So, um, you know, it's there. Um, it doesn't protrude as much as it looks like it does. And after a few minutes, it's kind of like it doesn't matter. Even with a case that's clear and I can see through it and see the back of this thing. I don't care. And it's going to sit flush and flat on a table when you lay it down since it goes all the way across. There won't be the the wobble that you get with most phones. And honestly, it just it's fine. It doesn't just doesn't bother me at all. And when you grab the case the way you would hold your phone, you're not going to come into contact with it anyway. It's not like it's going to be there as a thing you got to interact with. Yeah, and I don't think it's large enough that it's going to get hung up like for uh, for anybody who has their phone in their pocket, like I don't think it's going to get hung on your no. on your shorts or jean pocket as you're putting it in. Like I don't think it's I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be like that. And I think what was that thing Marquez was doing that it's one phone like when he was it. hanging it? Like yeah. this might now maybe ha- the phone itself because it'll be it's a sharp edge. It looks yeah. like you know, and and that's the thing. It feels like whoa. <laughs> Gabe's a, Gabe's a Chromebook over here in Canary freaking going, out. Going Canary, um, you know. Google could have chosen probably to round that edge off or, you know, to scoop the phone up into like that, it. scoop it down. Because that was the way the, uh, the Nexus <coughs> 6, 6P. Nexus 6P was that way. It kind of had to scoot up phones. to that thing. It was fine. Uh, but all you're doing then is, is accentuating that thing even more if you think yeah. about it because now you're, you're having to bring it up and down the device to where it, it scoops up versus this just kind of pow. Popping out, it's and more industrial when it has it the is. harder line like that, it is. which and I like. It I, makes I, me I like feel it. like Google's like, no, we pass this around internally, and and people didn't mind it, or they just want like it doesn't look like anything else. That's probably my favorite part of it as a contrarian. And, yeah, and then uh, it just doesn't look like an iPhone. It's easier for phone phone case makers to work around the hard edges than 
Yes, yeah, scalloped to device yeah, or, I mean, or a device that tapers one into the other. This would be a lot easier for them to just holding this case up. It kind of looks like that one character. It from looks like Futurama. Ben, it looks like Bender from Futurama. <laughs> yes, if you put some square teeth on it, that would totally. If someone doesn't Bender. make a Bender case, please. This please. needs to happen. D brand. Pat, somebody patent uh, pending. <laughs> somebody needs to be working on that right now. We should this, mock it up. This case, yeah, let's mock this it case up. is very fingerprinty, by the way. It is. I see that. You wouldn't notice it. So dirty, dude. Like uh, yeah, that's why gross. I love that ESR case that I have on the, the 4XL, glass the glass back one, dude. It does not get, and it hasn't faded at on no. glass. So yeah, it was. It was. It's my favorite phone the case. The to-go cases had. from T-Mobile are not uh, UV resistant. That looks br- almost brown on the. This edges. case was clear less yeah. than three Eesh. weeks ago. Well, I will say it has uh, ambered so yikes. bad. My wife has been using the same that same case that you said you like. Granted, I had a new one that I'd gotten for the phone that I bought that I then sold to you. Yeah. Um, so that Which one was, was brand a new. Dud. Robbie sold me a dud phone. I did. Can you Everybody, that? everybody's heard it. Stop whining. Uh, <laughs> but the the uh, we might the have ca- new listeners here. Let's rehash yeah. it. <laughs> that that case was new just a few months ago. Hers has been on hers since. Like I found that case like a month into the Pixel Four being out. Hers has been on there the entire time. It's real brown like that I'm, uh, on the edges. The glass obviously is perfectly right. clear, but the, the edges, the edges yeah. that are TPU, yeah, it's just real bad. It's part, part of, of it. Yeah, yeah, but that's why I buy six and seven dollar cases because I'm like it starts to get yeah. brown or yucky looking. Just replace Let's go get it. another yep. one. Yeah, um, it's so. easy. The one thing I I feel like if I think back to my speaking cases, I don't think they faded that no, bad. No, speakings aren't bad. They still faded a little bit, yeah. but I think I'm gonna wait for either the ESR or the Spigen. I might just go ahead and get one of those too, just to have it so that way it's here when the phone gets here. Yeah, that, that was part of this whole thing. Yeah. It's literally it wasn't just so much to discover the dimensions of the phone or anything like that. It was it was about just being able to day one have a case that didn't cost a fortune in my hand when you know the phone comes out. And so you know that that that's been one of the cooler parts of of this whole thing is that with Google going ahead and putting all this the phone out there and. You know, it's not like this hidden thing, like, oh, we got to keep all the case manufacturers, you know, because, you know, case manufacturers are all over the map. I mean, you got probably some pretty shady outfits making phone cases that they're just doing whatever they can to make a buck. And and so, like, you're trying to keep all of those, like, you have to give them stuff early enough and then tell them to sign an embargo or something that, you know, you can't leak this out. Eventually, someone's going to be, oops, my case leaked out on Amazon. Now all the dimensions of the phone are out, whatever. And so, by them kind of, Putting the phone out there for everyone to see our It doesn't even matter. Just, yeah. Who cares? Yeah, go buy your case. Go, go ahead and get your case out get there. Get your case. Get your charger. You want a you want a, a wireless charger? Go and get that. Get your accessories. Be ready. And we're going to launch this thing, and you can bring it home so to weird, all your man. stuff. Like there's there's commercials completely for this phone. backwards. <laughs> there's, there's commercials for the phone, and it hasn't officially. Well, I guess they did officially announce it, but they haven't it's been like, announced. Not they been launched. Been launched. Yeah. Right. There's already commercials for a phone that hasn't been launched. Yeah. It's, it's so it's, weird, man. It's interesting. I love it. We should do a what I what I thought about doing. Well, we did a behind the scenes video for our patrons. So if you want to check that out, go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash Chrome Box. Uh, but I thought about doing like a photo just for social and like trying to Photoshop, like make it to where it's clearly like, hey, we Photoshop the phone and they're like, maybe make it a little opaque or something where it's like holding the case and you can kind of see the phone in there a little bit. Yeah. That would be dope. We should just go old school and print oh, pixel and yes. just put the paper in there. And Dude, hold it. let's do it. That would be great. That would be great. You can, uh, uh, we, you have another Photoshop job that we need to get I gotta, done. I got to get that done first. We're going to talk about that in the second half. We have a review coming out 
we are in just review mode. It's been yep. uh, it's been wild uh, here lately, and it's not stopping. It's no, we have a lot of we have a lot of stuff that we're working on. We're trying to refine our review process, like figuring out which videos get like full treatment. If you saw our review of the X211 HP detachable. That was the full treatment. Like that was yeah. getting multiple different scenes of B-roll, um, really taking time on that edit and, and making sure it was super tight. But then we just did the uh, Chrome base, the HP Chrome base 22. And that one still turned out awesome, but it was right. just one scene of B-roll. We got all the B-roll we needed. We edited it. <clears throat> I think I did it in you know two days or something as compared right. to a week. That So if you've been noticing, like we, I feel like... This is going back to the whole like uh, overachiever thing. Like I, we we said we're doing two videos a week. I want we got to do two videos a week. And, have to, and we haven't just because we're spending a little bit more time on these reviews. Um, maybe that's maybe that's what I was trying to say. Like I think it's an overachiever. Like personally, like I personally want to do a lot. Not necessarily that we're overachievers by societal standards. Right. That's why I think what it was, but like we, we, we he's already he's overachieving still breaking I'm down still, the comment. I'm still thinking about it. I'm like, no, what was understand. it? What you was understand it? Hold on, let me let me describe this for you. No, and the other thing, like in thinking about these reviews and stuff, getting this content out, like uh, uh, I mean, I know you guys know that that I do this. Like it's it's never it's never quite good enough. Like anything I and that's part of a, being a creator, a creative person, or being a creator. Um, I think I think a lot of people probably deal with that. Like you, you make oh, yeah. an awesome video. Like we made the X two video, and I was super stoked on it. And then we sat and watched a couple Marquez videos yesterday, and I was like, ah, oh, oh, not good enough. Nope, it's <laughs> not, not quite. good enough. Never good enough. Never mind that he's in a <laughs> yeah, and he's massive been, studio. Been and he's doing been doing this it for, for thirteen years yeah, now, probably, and has hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. of camera equipment. I do. I'm very interested in these new red cameras, though. Ugh. They're still expensive. Gosh, they're so expensive. Anywho, we're working on a lot of reviews. Um, let's take a quick, uh, yeah, let's take a quick break for an ad. We're going to come back. We're going to talk back. Going to come back. We're going to come back. coming back. And we're going to talk about the Chrome base and probably some other stuff. I don't know. We have a tendency to <laughs> maybe not we'll, stay. <laughs> maybe we'll delve into more psychological <laughs> issues. <laughs> I'm out. Why <laughs> Why are we the way that we are? Okay, folks, uh, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C A 
A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unboxed or click the link down in the show notes. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. Let's dig into the HP Chrome Base 22 all-in-one. The, what'd you, what'd you, you say? with the whole model name. What'd you say you were going to uh, call the, the video? iMac. Of, rotation, innovation, uh, rotation. Yeah, Chrome OS rotation, rotation innovation. innovation. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had, we've had several. It's a little cheesy, but I like it. We've had several good names because Gabe's article, when they announced it, was a new twist on yes. Chrome Base, yeah. which I liked. And now we've got rotation, innov- innovation, rotate. <laughs> rotation, it. innovation. Still want to do at some point something where it's a, how the turntables. Oh, well, Michael Scott. My old Michael Scott, actually. How the turntables. Have my how things have turned. Yes. So, <clears throat> by the time you're listening to this, this review will likely be out. Maybe tomorrow. I don't know what our plan is. We've got a lot on the... We were just talking about that during the break. We have a lot on the uh, calendar for today. So, that might be a tomorrow. Or, a heck, even... Early next week, maybe. Now we get a market explicit. You said a bad word. <laughs> is that is no. does that uh, pulls a location yeah, exactly. depending on your belief system? We'll find so. out when we get an email from Apple. They're <laughs> the only ones that really do it. But yeah, yeah. email Apple is. I'll Apple edit. I'll bleep it out. Weird. I'm gonna bleep it. Yes. I'm gonna bleep it. Put a bleep. Let me hold on. Let me Mark your time. We're, right. we're gonna 30, do it. All right, cool. Thirty. Let's call it thirty-three twenty. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So when you hear the bleep, ooh, put like a duck <laughs> sound or yes, something. Yes. Or I am, now honk. my kids can't listen to this. I am one hundred percent gonna do that i Dang am it. i am 100 doing that okay um, <laughs> rotational in, innovation innovation yes um yeah so the the review um i am playing golf tomorrow morning so let's call it early next week honest, yeah probably it, that makes for it i love putting out a video monday morning oh yeah I, totally. I, I just i really like starting the week off that way especially when we've and, done one that's scripted so I've, I've already got a lot of the content written i've got to go through and kind of clean that up to go from script to post but which is which is interesting not to get off the rails again but i wonder for those who watch our channel like regularly i wonder if anyone has noticed hmm. that we script yeah. or that yeah. i use the script no. for the well post ooh, maybe maybe both I, i'm curious about that because let us know i changed it a little bit um sure. you know to make it more I don't know, Written. like a, something yeah, you can't post your actual script. We we've learned that know, a long mine's, time. Mine's per, so I'm, I'm, well, I'm, yeah, that's true though because of the way we use the teleprompter. It's probably becoming more yeah. Like the, as I'm line. writing more script, yeah. like it's it. I'm changing the way I do it. So I I write it. I try to write it conversationally, but I also am thinking I'm gonna, this is going to be a post, um, and I'm learning. It's just it's just one of those things. Like you just figure stuff out. I'm learning to be able to read the script, but also I'm almost read ahead yeah. and I'm You're kind letting of myself just kind of ad lib. Yeah. Yep. Um, I change stuff up on the regular right. um, at, instead of really s- just reading the script tightly. Um, and so that's helped to make it feel more conversational while keeping me on the rails. And then if we have a sound or somebody drops something or whatever. If there's a reason we, we got exactly to cut, I scroll back and I go back. Like there's, we, we're able to knock out a roll way more proficiently with this, but and I'm also the process for me is learning now how to go from reading a teleprompter and sounding like a robot to getting back the personality. These, you know, it's, it's just, it's a learning process. These last me. two have been, and it's, I'm getting, good. I'm getting better. Like there's a few things even I noticed yesterday, like, we were talking about the the simplicity of when you're just talking to someone, you don't look them in the eye the entire time like a crazy person. You don't as sit I, there as, as we're doing right now. <laughs> you know, when you're thinking, you look away. Yeah. It's just 
it's normal human behavior. And so when you're on camera, like learning, you know, Marquez Brownlee, obviously we reference uh, MKBHD all the time, but he's, he's become a master of this. I mean, to the point, like David Blaine had him host his last big spectacle. Like he was the host. He was the person that was talking to the camera for that whole he, thing. Like he, and he has did an awesome like, job, but he's, he's got great demeanor on camera. Like he, and he grew up doing it. Like he, he started what at 13 years old yeah. or 12 or something like that. So, I mean, even as a kid, he's, he has grown up learning how to conversate with an inanimate object. And I don't know what that does to your psyche um, as a, as a human being, but he's good at it. He's really, really good at it. And but it, I don't know that he, prompts anything i'm sure he works on a script of some sort but i feel like he maybe either memorizes it or i don't know i I don't know what his process is i'd love to know what it is but part of uh part of uh my uh, i'm going on vacation next week uh and part of my uh my vacation is going to be i'm going to i'm going to get his skillshare thing and watch it oh that would be kind of um because apparently he said he goes through every part of how he makes a video well, then he'll probably talk so, about it. He's talked about it some on their podcast, and he's <clears throat> talked about it some in these uh, studio behind the scenes channel stuff. Uh, they they create a script, like he writes yeah. a script. I just don't. I don't but know then, if he but puts then, it up to look at it, or if he has it on the side. All the behind the scenes stuff I've seen, it's not it's not there. He's not reading from a from a prompter. Yeah. I think he, but he knows, or maybe he has it there, and he references it when he needs a script to. And you had like. Honestly, after I've like I've gotten to the habit now, I I script and I go into the other room and I read that script right, yeah. as if I'm going to deliver that, and so that usually helps me. I'm like, ooh, that sounds really stupid. Like yeah. to say to say that out yeah. loud, like reading it's fine, but saying it out loud, that's not how I would speak. So I'll change this and change that, and once I get it to a point where I feel like I'm pretty good with it, I've read through it three, four sure. times, sure. and you get really familiar with it pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. I think if I had it sitting to the side and just had certain spots highlighted. Yeah, that would help. Like yeah. I could do, I could read that and be like, "Oh, that was my thought. Deliver thought, yeah. cut, and maybe, deliver thought, and maybe that's what." Maybe he's we, do- maybe we get to that. Who knows? But, but things change. Like it's already changed <laughs> yeah. just in a short time. Yeah. So I imagine doing this as long as he's done it, he's got a, he's got a way to yeah. do it that works for him. And but I'm it's, excited. It's probably I'm exci- not the I'm same e- for everybody. I'm excited to watch his the Skillshare thing. I think it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's just about being able to deliver stuff to the camera in a way that feels genuine and we didn't want the teleprompter to be something that took that away but like the interesting thing with him is that on camera he has a delivery right he has a demeanor like you said even watching the studio behind the scenes like him walking around he has a certain demeanor i think that is truly like i think that's kind of him in person yeah but i think it is still a little bit of a character like it is still a little bit of a thing that he turns on when he's on camera oh, like 100%. sitting and talking to him it was a it was you know obviously a little bit more low-key like it was yep. it, we were just sitting and talking like this you know and he didn't have that little extra something oh yeah i think so everybody has to it's like he has a little thing he turns on but it's still yeah like, that's the thing know, is i don't know, I, don't, I don't i don't see marquez as a very like outwardly animated person and his on screen is relatively reserved compared to a lot of youtubers but he's still very animated and direct engaging. And, and engaging yeah. but seeing him in person and seeing him interact with other people i feel like he's very very i don't even know if introverted is the right word he's, but he's He's quiet. He's chill. He, he looks. Like, he looks he very is, chill. Yeah. So, I, and not to say that his on-screen personality is fake, but that is a personality that he has developed the, specifically for the camera. The podcast is a great example. Yes. Go watch his podcast, like or listen to the, the podcast. Like that's getting a little bit more to I think his regular probably 
likely yeah. yeah his his conversating voice conversating voice Conver- i think i just conversation voice con- his, his the way that he converses conversates <laughs> okay hp chrome hp chrome base let's um Let's give a little tease here, because I think, uh, yeah, the, the video might not go out till early next week, but if you're listening to this, you can get a little preview. Yeah, so uh, in general, it's not that different than what we talked about in uh, when we did the unboxing. Like, we did it, it, the unboxing for that device was weird, because it's big, so, like, the box itself was too big. To, we didn't know how to film it. We yeah. were like, well, what do we do here? Uh, yeah, it, it would be a whole thing. Like, it'd almost have to be, like, floating cam or something weird. So, uh, we just got it out of the box, messed with it for 10 minutes or something, put it up on the desk, and then did the... The, the quote-unquote unboxing, like initial hands-on, it's whatever. It's like a, just an impressions video more so. Yeah, yeah, but we talked about everything in it. Mm-hmm. Like, we went through all the cool, the reasons it's unique. Uh, and, and honestly, none of those things changed, obviously. <laughs> right. Like, it, it didn't stop rotating after a week or, <laughs> you know, the but all of it held up, too. And I was... That, that that sentence wouldn't have worked. Um, I was going to say, I was glad to get to use it or, or glad something about COVID. And I'm like, I'm not glad about any of that. Um mm-hmm. I was, it was cool that the circumstances worked out in such a way that when I, um, cause I remember you know, I tested positive and knew like, all right, I'm at home for a solid week now. Um, cause I, you know, already kind of started quarantining three or four days before. Um, and I, you know, I asked the guys, Hey, are you cool if I come to the office and grab a couple things, I'll glove up, mask up, you know, and, and, and keep myself from touching his, you know, I'll touch as few things as possible. So trying to figure out what stuff I needed to grab and take home. And it was like, mm, the Chrome base would be kind of cool to work from like this. I think this would be, make a lot of sense uh, at home. So I came in and, and grabbed it up and took it home. And so it, I ended up using it like solid. Um, you know, when I review devices, I try to, you know, use them as my main work device, but you know, we got a lot of devices. And so sometimes it's like, yeah, I can work from it for a day or two. This was like full time, whole time at home like even when i was I, I watched some videos and stuff on it like stuff that i wanted to consume because it's a big screen it was right there in the bedroom like me i'll just sit in my chair sure. and, and watch this uh so it really I, I really ended up using it and leaning on it more than i probably would have for a standard review and i had been using it on my desk for a few days prior to that because i was like well i'm gonna put this on my desk i'm gonna use it for a few days um and so it, it got more use than i expected and it just held up it really did. I had a second monitor, uh, you know, kind of sitting off to the side from it that I was running off of it too, just to have some a place to dump a few things. But I mean, I, I didn't really use the rotation stuff much. Like, I, be honest with you, it's a cool trick. I just, for me, it, it didn't really. I don't. I don't know what I would why I would do that. Yeah, but I see the use case. Oh so yeah, plenty of pe- there's plenty definitely. of people that are like, oh yeah, at, yeah. at home. Like doing certain things, like if it was in your kitchen or something, or like a small office, or yeah, like, like I could see a ton of people. Yeah, like even playing games on it was really fun. Like it felt like a like yeah. playing. But some using big a arcade. dual, yeah, using a dual monitor and someone that that needs a vertical setup instead of ha- yeah. instead of having a monitor that has a vertical mount on it, you just buy a regular hundred and eighty dollar monitor, and then that's yeah your HP your vertical is the monitor because it will it'll push a second. It should push three two monitors, I would think. Maybe I don't know. Um. You know, I don't know. Well, it's Comet Lake, so I don't know if it, it won't we'll have, have to try, We'll have to try it. There's some other things we need to test on it. So we yeah. Just fiddled, but yeah. Ultimately, for me, it ended up just being good as a device. Like, right. And and I even said this in the review. Like, I, I hope, I really sincerely hope that HP is already thinking about making <clears throat> Gen 2 of this thing and, like, what they're going to do with it and how they're going to, you know, add up. And, and maybe it's an Alder Lake or it's a Tiger Lake version or whatever. But I'm 
completely satisfied with what it already does. Mm-hmm. Like right now, the way it is, it is a 100%. If that, if, if a Chrome base or an all-in-one is something that you're interested in, go get it because the speakers are fantastic on it. Like I loved watching content on this yeah. thing because it was like, oh, these speakers are fantastic. Um, you know, the rotating display is whatever. Um, cool for some people, but ultimately the panel's excellent. It's, you know, 22-inch. Uh, 16 by 9 but it's like over 400 nits and i don't know i still don't know why hp is listing this thing at 250 I, yeah we need to find a best buy that has one in stock and go and see, see it and make sure that they didn't ship some weird screen to us yeah. and I, ours came in retail packaging so I, I don't think that's the case but it's a great screen and that was my point about it was that you know most consumers don't really aren't really that familiar with chrome boxes you can get a really nice desk setup with a chrome box but if you're buying a home computer and chrome os works for you this is hands down the way to go. You get oh, yeah. a great screen. You get great speakers, which if you're buying a Chrome box, you have to buy a monitor. You have to buy speakers. And then you've got yep. speakers sitting on your desk. This is well, it's like it's on sale at Best Buy for like 500 bucks. That's the Pentium version. Yeah, right? the Pentium version. The Pentium Gold, just, still, just so everybody knows, is not some big step down from a Core i3. It's like a very tiny little baby step down. Yeah, I mean, for, for average users at home, it's great. Plus, it's going to double as an awesome media consumption device. I mean... Play games on it. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't recommend like, any other desktop device if you're looking for desktop Chrome OS. No. Really. Okay. Not even... Not, like, I wouldn't even think was, about it. And, and, you know, it's kind <clears> of <throat> other tricks, too. Like, yeah. mute switch up top that mutes your mic and your 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 video. So... The keyboard and mouse that come with it yeah. are great. I, I Honestly, if HP sells that keyboard by itself, I will buy one just to have it. As, yeah. We should... Yeah. Like, should, in my bag. should tell our rep and stuff. Obviously, they'll they'll probably see it in the review, but let yeah. them know. Like, you all like, should hey, sell this thing. Seriously. Yeah. The travel on it's great. The mouse... The size is good. I Gabe, like the Gabe mouse. I've been using it, uh, but... Yeah. It's not bad. I just I'm just like me. It's a mouse. It's whatever. Um, I got other mice that like uh, I prefer my little Pebble mouse. Yeah, uh, a lot. Like I really That's like what I was it. Gonna and say, then, I wonder how it compares to that because you're used to using. Yeah, is that I'm, a Logitech that has um, yeah, extra so, buttons and stuff. So you've got the MX Master Two, three. whatever. That's the, the, three. the one I'm using yeah. on a normal basis. Is kind of like between a normal mouse and the MX. Yeah. So it's it's kind of sculpted up a little bit more and it's got a couple extra buttons on it and good clickiness and it's just a good little mouse. Um, yeah. It connects up, it's got Bluetooth, yada yada. Um, but I also like my little Pebble mouse that, that Logitech made for Chromebooks. Um, and, you know, it's, it's small and I keep it in my backpack. And honestly, I know it's not ergonomic at all, but there's something about, to me, and this is getting off base, but... Um, like it's so small and so flat. Like I can lay my off. hand down. Sorry, off that's base. twice. That's twice. Yeah, you I know. Uh, You're on a roll today. You're out of control, buddy. I'm a, I'm a pun guy. <laughs> apparently, um, in my 40s, I got dad jokes. They just fall, they just fall out of me accidentally. <laughs> Oops. Oh, there it went. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Like I don't have a problem with gas yet, but you know, like <laughs> you're that dad you're, jokes, man. They just they squeak yeah, out of me. You're the guy. What, which commercial is that? It's not. It's not the. It's not the progressive. Not the. the when dog. you're becoming your parents. Oh, the progressive. Not, yeah, not that yeah, one? yeah it, it, Have you seen the new one where they go to yes, the stadium? Let's, so let's not talk, let's talk about, about leaving, leaving the game. before we while we're in the parking lot. No, but it just so, reminded me of the one where it's like you know what kind of fish those are. Yeah, Dobie Koi. Dobie Koi. Yeah, because yeah. the. Dude, those, that that run they're doing right the now. The airport one so was good. my favorite, and they don't show yeah, it anymore. It's disappeared. It's like I mean, it must have offended someone or Probably. something. Probably. Somebody got triggered. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so but like having a mouse that's even like that super tiny, um, and not not the HP, but the the Logitech. Like I feel like if you're conscious about it, it becomes ergonomic because totally. Like 
if I need my hand to sit in like a claw, like I'm, I'm, I'm rounding my hand right now, if you can imagine, like I'm holding a baseball, like there was a Microsoft mouse that was like that real, really round. And there's something comfortable about that and good for your wrist. It's, it's when you get a, a mouse that's kind of in between where you're kind of arched your hand, but it's yeah. not supporting you that you start getting wrist problems with the little pebble. I almost laid my hand flat, like, and it's just under my hand. And so it's actually very ergonomic that way too. And so, um, I, I like it as well. I like the scroll wheel and stuff. And so it's not about having to have some pristine, like amazing mouse with 800 buttons and super blah, 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 that stuff on a $200 device. My, the, one of my preferred mice is like, what is the pebble? 40 bucks, 35 yeah, bucks. Yeah, like it's that. not about that. It's just the HP mouse. I don't, I didn't like the buttons and the, it, I felt like it was and that's too why, long or yeah, something. And and, I was I using know. the Logi uh, trackball there for quite a while until it started acting wonky. And that's the main reason I like it. It's not because of all the extra bells and whistles and all that stuff. I use it with the base and I like it because it's a natural position for my hand. You need to get you one of them vertical mice. You uh, do. Yeah. I tried yeah. the anchor one and I had it back there, but I lost the little dongle for it and it's, one dongle. Logitech makes one though. They make a uh, a vertical mouse, and so it's literally yeah. take your mouse and hold it yeah, on the so side your hands like this. We yeah, should. and and the buttons are on the side, and then you still move it, but you keep your hand on the side. They're super duper comfortable. Yeah. I end up with the MX Master. I mean, I kind of I'm I'm kind of like turned this. to the side. Yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah. if you're going to have an ergonomic mouse, like go all the way with yeah. it, like like half ergonomic. Dude. Like my mouse that I use on a daily basis. Sometimes I have to put it away and get my other mouse out because. I don't know. Something about it starts hurting my wrist yeah. after the day because it's it's almost like halfway between. So it's not quite ergonomic enough to support my hand, but I'm, my hand's like trying to get in that position. Yeah. So it's yeah. super weird. It's like let me lay my hand flat or you know support my hand. And so anyway, yeah, we'll have to look into some vertical. I think that's why I like the little HP one because and I and I like the Pebble too. I, I have relatively large, long fingers, big Sasquatch hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It just it, it it's almost like it just hides under my hand. It's that you know my hand's not in an awkward. <laughs> it's true. It's I like do. it's, it's either have, laid down flat or you know you need your hand supported. Oh, yeah. Now I just I just giant. Want, I could crush your skull with I my want, hand. Joe. I want to do I, mean, I want to do a photo a Photoshop thing of this and now I want to do like <laughs> it's just like a shot over the shoulder shot of Gabe like using a using the Chrome base but we Photoshop some Good like Sasquatch hair, hands like, on there just super hairy well, hands. And we need to also figure out a way to Photoshop it so that the mouse is only like the size <laughs> of his palm. Yeah. It's so like so it's like a big huge hand over it. Yeah. We could do that. We could I that know happen. someone who has a Sasquatch suit, so we can actually arrange that. My, uh, Go my, all in. My oh. brother, there's a there's a new app in in uh, that's out of uh, Louisville, a, a town near to us. That it's it's called Sasquatch, I think, or Sasquatch app or something, oh, Squatch no. app or it? something. Yeah. It's a, it, it's to help. Um, it's like finding trails, maybe, or like. Oh. It's like tied to like hiking and I was thinking of Doctor Squatch outdoor activity stuff. The I don't I don't even know. Men's soap or whatever it is. Oh yeah. Those are fun. <laughs> they're commercials. I, I was like, there's something I'm thinking. Yes. Yeah. Doctor so, Squatch. No, these is like Squatch. an app, like an outdoor app to help you like find trails That's and cool. community around hiking and yeah. outdoor activity. Anywho. Because Sasquatches are hard to find and right. trails can be hard to find. Right. I think that was Sasquatches are real hard to find. Yeah, very, very hard. Super tough. Yeah. I've never found one. Hide and seek champions. Lifetime. <laughs> Lifetime. Okay, Chrome Base. Chrome Base. So, yeah, um, <laughs> we did a really cool shot in it. Uh, uh, the slow mo pouring some water on the desk because it's raised up off the desk. So, if you spill something on your desk, it's good to go there, too. Um, I think that's about it. Like, just it's a great display, it's got great speakers. 
the processor is plenty powerful enough. Is there going to be? There's an eight gig version, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one we've got is four gig. There's a sixteen, honestly, so you can do i three sixteen two fifty six. Yeah, and I mean, it's only seven hundred and thirty dollars. Totally worth it. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I mean, for just, that, and, and we weren't sure. I went and tested it while we took a break. It is not USI compatible, which seems weird to me, considering if it, if it didn't have the rotating screen. I would be like, okay, it's not USI compatible, but it's designed to be used vertically like a, yeah. you would think that would be added, but hey, you know, next iteration, hopefully. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There's part of me, it's like, that would be helpful. Like if you're using it and you're trying to show something to someone, like, I don't know. Yeah. it's, but, you're reaching up to a monitor. Yeah, right? I don't know that you would do it on a regular. Well, I'm writing. thinking about like from coming from car sales or different things of yeah, that nature. Sitting here. A lot it's of a pre- pre- presentation, which tool. a lot of CRMs and stuff now they do the adopt a digital digital signature and you just click the space and it signs for you like DocuSign does. But I could totally see where you know you're signing a contract. That's true. Contract. Con- That's I mean, true. You buy. You go to a car dealership and buy a car. You're you're signing your name like fifty five yeah. times. You know, or just the um uh the 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 way that you could like with a pen if if it is some sort of CRM or even like I don't know in a restaurant that's your like your yeah, kiosk, kiosk like being able to tap stuff. through yeah. with a pen quickly yeah I don't know yeah hopefully maybe they'll add it yeah it it does seem like something that they would have put on there but I guess I don't know if you're not thinking of it that way then it's on like, the eh. flip side of that though USI is so new and it's really kind of Chrome OS specific right now there's probably there probably aren't any large display screens that are USI compatible. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That I didn't might think about be that. why. I did so, not think So about speaking that. of the screen, the one gripe that you did have is is just the resolution. Yeah, 1080p, 22 inches is pushing it yeah. uh, for it's, a thing that you're going to have in there. your face. Yeah. Uh, like a television, obviously, it's no big deal. If you're looking at it from across the room, no big deal. But, you know, you're going to be pretty up close and personal, 18 inches to 24 inches your face away from this thing, especially on a desk. So you're going to see the pixels from time to time. You know, I, is that a deal breaker? zero no not at all uh but you know they could have thrown quad hd into that i'm sure there are plenty of qhd 22 inch panels out there um so that's a little bit of a letdown but then you know yeah it comes with performance hits and all that kind of stuff and the nice thing about 1080p on that size of screen like what's the size of your monitor game 25 no seven seven it's 27 f yeah it's a 20 you know so Gabe's monitor is a 1080p monitor at 27 inches. And there's just sometimes I'm looking at stuff on it. And I'm like, man, and maybe it's just me getting older, but I'm just like, yeah, that's so much easier to look at. It's just easier to see. Um, and so I felt that way working on the HP. It's just like 1080p, you know, pulled out to 22 inches. It's like, you know, text is a whole lot easier to read on this thing, you know? And, and it's, so it, it made me feel comfortable leaning back in my chair working Versus sometimes, like my monitor's huge, it's like thirty-four inches or whatever, but it's it's ultra wide, so that diagonal measure can make it sound like it's some massive screen when it's not actually that big. It's just super wide. Um, so quad HD on that on that display sometimes, like I feel like if I'm lean back, I I gotta zoom my my Chrome tab a little bit because I'm like I don't I'm not gonna sit here and strain my eyes. Mine refreshes um, faster too. <laughs> I only got sixty hertz. Um, so yeah, I mean. Heck, it's, my, uh, it's a give and take. How how was was mine it's like two hundred and two hundred and thirty dollars or something? And mine has seventy. What, what do we figure? Mine's seventy five. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would just take seventy five. I like seeing those smooth frame rates. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a version of mine. The same specs. It's actually got some better ports selection on the back, yeah. and it's uh, uh got 
I think 120 or 90 hertz on it, but it's another 500 bucks. I want to know like, if KVM, to KVM works with Chrome OS. I think it does, but if anyone has a KVM monitor and you use it with Chrome OS, shoot us an email and let us know because I would love to have KVM set up. That way I can have multiple devices. Because like right now, Canary and Chrome OS is not doing real good it's, it's sick. a little sick it's, it's having an idiot uh, an issue with uh video anytime you're playing an embedded video the screen just goes nuts it crashes all this stuff so if i go to a website that has one of those little video ad players it crashes it, no, it, it starts it, blinking yeah, it's, it, it, it goes it's crazy. real crazy but i would love to just have a kvm monitor to switch between stable yeah. and canary that would be awesome so yeah but you know, hey, uh, if if the only gripe that you have is that the resolution isn't perfect, it's still good. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I don't even want to. I don't even want to say that's a it's a downside because yeah. again, bigger text on the screen is yeah. going to be good for a lot of people. Well, it, it creates a home, lean like, back. I don't server. know. In yeah. the home, it's nice. And so, and it doesn't tax the processor. Right. You throw Quad HD up there. Think about every time that screen refreshes sixty times a second, it's got to refresh way, way, way more pixels for QHD versus full HD. So, I mean, it, it's a trade off for sure. Yeah. And so. Uh, it's one that doesn't bother me at sure. all. It's not like mm, you really need to think about this. It, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like it's this is one of those devices I wish would get so popular that next time around they're like, cool, here's the full HD version. Here's yes. this version. This Maybe we'll first, do two sizes. Yeah, let's go know. ahead and say this is the first version of this also. This is 100%, a, this Gen is a one. new take. <laughs> this and is they a just new nailed take it. And, and the last thing I want to say about it, because um, we're covering basically everything from the review, but the thing that that encourages me encourages me so much about this particular device is the fact that it HP is the number one Chromebook seller uh, in the world, and instead of like the 14C, um, the X360 14C, the new one, we never even got it because it literally is the exact same Chromebook as the 14C from last year. It just goes from a 10th gen to an 11th gen processor. That that's fine. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have taken it and at least put a 300 nit panel in it because. To be honest, if it had 300 nit panel in it, almost a perfect Chromebook. Like that thing is absolutely awesome. I mean, it's it's a great. It feels great. The whole thing's aluminum. It's just really well built and 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 thoughtfully made. But iteration is is good for the long term. It 100% is. We get great devices from iterative things. Like stop trying to reinvent the wheel all the time with a Chromebook. Like it's a screen, keyboard, trackpad, internals, and and a shell. Like fix those things like make those things as best as you can for your budget whatever it is that you're trying to hit and so i'm I'm not against iteration obviously i love that but the tech nerd in me likes to see like innovative stuff like i want to see i want to see you go huh what would happen if we did this and and go do it and a lot of times that usually means that they go do it and it's kind of okay but like wow you didn't think through this and you didn't test that and maybe in some more iterations of this new innovation it'll be something cool Uh, this one this one it's like hey we're gonna and again it's not like nobody's ever done a rotating display but i don't know of anybody that's made a cone-shaped base uh i don't know of any anything that looks like this thing looks never seen it and so it tells me it's considered like rotation is smooth oh it's so good like like i said in the video like my kid's did it and like, oh, that's so satisfying <laughs> it is satisfying like it it just works you start making asmr videos <laughs> yeah yeah like oh yeah and it's quiet yeah. <laughs> there's no sound to it. it doesn't click 
but it goes exactly to 90 and exactly back to and level. The, and the base is so solid and weighty that it doesn't, you it doesn't don't worry wobble. about it knocking it over. Yeah, I mean, so it's, good. it's heavy. Don't get me wrong. It's heavy, but yeah. it, it feels when, like a solid PC. When, when we filmed the uh, water spill, I told Robbie, pick, like, just it's pick sp- it up. It spilled over, listen. and I was like, hey, pick it up. So he's like so reaching I'm, I'm across off the camera, so I'm reaching and like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. You grab like, it with one hand, you better have a Especially at like full extension. His face, like I looked over, his face was like, <laughs> okay, get the shot. I gotta put it down. Like it's heavy. Uh, it's not that heavy, but if you try to pick it up from you know four feet away, it's it, it feels very heavy. Um, you know, leverage, physics, and such. Yeah. But but ultimately, it's it's it feels like this thoughtful thing. And you know, I I was hard on the X two eleven tablet, um, I, and I think for realistic reasons, like it's, but it wasn't the tablet's fault. Like at some point in in this, I just wonder where they get to in developing a product where they're like, shoot, we're too far now. We can't turn back. That they realize like this 7C processor just ain't it for this thing. I wish we would have done X, Y, Z, whatever. But, you know, that's what it's saddled with. You put a good processor in that tablet and my entire outlook on it would change. It really would. Um, You know, because it would be more fun to use as a tablet. It would be more fun to use as a Chromebook. It would be just better all around. It was the general just lagginess of the thing that made it so difficult to recommend. <clears throat> but that sometimes when we do reviews, that overarching look at something takes away from some of the smaller bits, like the way it was made, the way it looked, the way it felt in my hand, the way the keyboard and stuff worked with it, the USI pen, the charging stylus and the fingerprint scanner and better cameras. And you know, the list goes on and on of all these great things that they did with that tablet that they honestly, didn't have to go do like they didn't have to do that they could have made another lenovo duet kind of thing like yeah slap a whatever on the back and i'm not taking away from the duet like it was kind of groundbreaking for chromebooks but it's got some cheap parts to it you know we all know that uh there's some some parts of the outer hardware that aren't great and hp i feel like kind of nailed all of those outer pieces just didn't quite have the processor power to deal with the screen and all that stuff but between that and this this Chrome base, I'm like, it's really awesome to see them. Yeah, they iterated on the 14C, but it's like, hey, we got a good Chromebook. Let's just update it a little bit and, and keep pushing that out. And they're going to have 14Cs and 14As and whatever that are cheaper versions of the 14C. That's kind of the Halo Chromebook for them. Uh, but then they've got this outlier in the X211 of like, let's just do something different and, and, and try again at this detachable thing. And, oh, now here's this Chrome base. Let's do something different. You know, has, uh, HP's never made a Chrome base. So that's no iteration no. for them. This is, I'm sure they've this made all-in-one PCs, but I, not one that looks like this, not one that does these things, not one that's put together this way. And it's just so thought out. It, there's no way that this was an afterthought. It wasn't like a, um, eh, we were going to make that Windows, but now just throw Chrome OS on it and let's get it out the door. No, this thing was made to be a Chromebook station. And it's just cool to see a Chromebook maker that's already leading the pack going, let's stretch out. Yeah. Let's do some new things too here. And yeah. uh, I just, I, I love this device. I really do. I don't, I don't want to send yeah. it back. You wanna- and, and hopefully it will lead to other OEMs. I mean, Lenovo's already done it with their upcoming tablet. I mean, it's going to be the first of its kind with the size of the screen. The It's OLED, right? Yeah, OLED, OLED quad speakers. Yeah. So, you know, the, the processor is going to be 
mildly disappointing, but there know, is a post. Uh, yeah, I've got that. There's hope that maybe it'll it be a little be, better. Yeah, a little uh, better than, than they. But see. it's innovative. It's it's new for the Chrome OS space. It's not new for computers, but it's new for the Chrome OS space, and it shows that they are actually taking genuine care about the devices that they're making for Chrome OS. And yeah, you know, hopefully we'll see some more of that from other makers. Acer, Asus, Samsung. Yeah, yeah. LG, you know, you, Bio. You know the thing. Anybody? You know the thing about the Chrome base that I noticed whenever I was watching the video back, uh, watching the B roll and stuff. This is such a nitpick, but I wish the cord was white. Oh, agreed. It is weird. It's yeah. kind of weird. You got this awesome, like, super it feel, white. Yeah, because it feels so googly when you Everything's look at it. Everything's like the back's all yeah, white, the yeah. base is all white, and you have this black cord. Yeah, right they should like, oh, they should have done guys. a well designed white power cable that had its own unique or, block that looked really or or great. like that little a, HP logo on yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, or even like a braided cable that would have been cool. Something like that. Yep. Anywho, that's I can't, can't nail all of it. Yeah, I mean everything else about the device is so good. Right. We should. We should. Uh, we should just ask HP if we could keep that one, or let's just go buy one. I'm thinking about a station in the studio or somewhere out here that is a tutorial. Like, hey, yep. that's what tutorial, we use it for. Features, workspace, yep. all that stuff. And, and hey, like, we'll do it all on that device if you let us reach out it. to them and say, hey, that's we're we're thinking about. You know, setting something up like this for video, it'll be in we'll all see. of our videos, like because yeah. it looks so. great on screen. Oh, like, yeah, and the camera, the, uh, the, the screen camera, does well. The camera it. did well with the screen. Yeah, we could do. Whenever I got those stuff, side shots, yeah, get a see little it had the, waving. The, the little weird thing, but that was like me zoomed in like yeah. super close on it. So I was like, whatever. Okay, hey, one other quick thing I want to talk about before we before we head out today: the Chromecast remote that uh, is out and available. People can go download this app. I don't know a whole lot about it, Gabe. Fill, fill the folks in on what this is and what it does. Yeah, so it it was rumored months ago that uh, there is an Android TV app that you can download for your phone. Well, you can't now. It's gone. It's not in the Play Store anymore. Uh, they have I think, integ- I think I wrote about that, too. Like I remember writing back when the Chromecast just as kind of a, hey, let's just put this out there. Yeah. That the Android TV remote worked. Oh with yeah, it. I remember. So people that. forgot remember, about that yeah. app, like that it didn't exist. But I've it, never, it's gone. Yeah, I've never used it. I never had any desire to use it. But uh, they have now integrated the touch virtual remote control into the Google TV app, which that was a game changer for me because Brilliant. we use the Google TV app all the time. Uh, other than when we watch stuff on cable, everything we do is streaming, and all of those services are integrated into the Google app. Well, they uh, added the remote control to the Google TV app. However, it is not working on Chromecast with Google TV if your remote services app hasn't updated on the Chromecast. And for whatever reason, the one we have here at the office hasn't. Tried to uninstall it, tried to force it, whatever. So we wrote an article yesterday showing you how you can, it's not a super fast process, but it's a fairly painless process of how you can download the new APK for that app, put it on Google Drive, and then open it on your Chromecast, your your Chromecast with Google TV or other Android TV device, install it, and now it will work because okay. with yeah without so that I thought uh, it was out and available it is for a yeah. lot of people it, it is for me michael's got it on his device it's on my personal account for whatever reason and i don't know if it's because this chromecast is logged into our chrome unbox gmail or i would say what. it's probably account based I, yeah just i like bet if we else. if we power up power wash i bet if we factory reset that and set it up on my personal account it probably worked yeah 
But obviously, there are a lot of people that have been looking for it because that that article got a lot of traffic yesterday. But it it's it's pretty simple, and if you don't want to mess with it, it'll probably be out in a few days for you. But for me, it was a big deal because now you have all of that stuff right there on your phone. You have a touch, you have a D pad, you have a swipe pad, you have your home button, volume, all that right there on your phone, and that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Because I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the remote that came with the chromecast Me i like either. the walmart one better yes, the walmart one is dope it's great and yeah. it feels like the the half circle back of the chromecast with google tv looks cool but maybe you go to pick it up it's, like, it's hard to yeah it's, it, like, it's small it's really slick and my sasquatch hands i go to pick it up and it's like bloop it's like trying to yeah well and it loves to nestle itself in like couch cushions yep. and stuff it's like it's got little legs. You walk away from yeah, it. It's like, ooh, I'm going to yeah, nestle my, in. My kids abuse easily. remotes anyway, so I'm just like, if my remote's always there at my beck and call, great. That's yeah, and what's funny, like the one thing it doesn't do is change inputs, which right. we kind of talked through that yesterday. Like, why wouldn't it do that? But it even though there's an H, there's a CEC setting, so that's, I don't remember what that stands for. It's an old protocol from like early 2000s that HDMI would allow uh, mm-hmm. other devices to talk through the HDMI to control your TV, basically. Right. So, like, when your Dish Network thing would be able to turn off your TV somehow magically, it wasn't the remote programming IR to turn off your TV. It was the signal being sent from the your cable box, whatever, through HDMI to tell your TV, hey, turn off. And it's basic stuff. Play, pause, forward, back, volume, those kind of basic things that could go through the connected box instead of having to be fully set up. <clears throat> So the Chromecast with Google TV does three things that you can choose to do over CEC. Um, you can do volume, you can do power for the television, and you can do um, input over CEC, technically. Um, the TV we got up here is a little older, I think. Uh, oh, I think it's old. <laughs> I mean, it, I have a really old TV that does CEC at home. So it's I don't think it's the oldness of it. There's probably different CEC protocols, blah, blah, blah. But... You know, you're to for that to work. A the Chromecast has to be plugged into an outlet, not the back of your TV, uh, which I think is the preferred way to do this anyway with the the newer Chromecast. But it, we couldn't get it to work yesterday. Um, so ideally, that here your phone remote, if they added input when it when it pinged the Chromecast, it's going through that HDMI slot and telling the TV, "Hey, change your input. I'm getting an input signal. Change it." Uh, but certain TVs, a lot of times when you move away from a certain input, then excuse me the the TV stops recognizing signals from that right. input. Um, so CEC again is one of the things that, like, if you have multiple things inputted, if I turn on my Chromecast, my TV automatically knows that's yeah. where I want to go, yeah. and it switches that. That's from CEC input, um, and so it should have the ability to do that. But that is not included in the app as it stands right, right. now, and so. it may not be because of the hit and miss nature. Right, of it. And, and so that, now and that's not users a big deal. get frustrated. Yeah, they're like what? Am I yeah, because working? if I do that, that's the only thing I can't do for my phone. It's not a big deal. I just want the quick access to the remote when I'm streaming and casting stuff from Google TV, and then I can swipe back and I can do all that. If I need to change the input, my Google TV remote does it. My television remote does it because I have a Roku TV, and my cable box remote does it. That's yeah. not yeah. that big of a deal. And the TV, you actually can walk over to the television and change the input. What on the butt? There's, there's buttons, there's on, buttons, the buttons back. on TVs. Yeah. Oh wow! It's can a you, new TV too. Is there a power option on there? <laughs> so there, that's there another one. Like for most people, yeah. even if they can't get to the input, you turn it off, turn it back on. The Chromecast, it's going to signal the TV to switch to that input too. So lots of options there. But ultimately, yes. 
the whole point I was I got into CEC and talking about that was that other than when my kids decide to take over the TV in the living room and play Switch, like play Fortnite yeah, on Switch, right there. generally speaking, and that probably, I guarantee if you push that right now, I bet your TV will come on and it'll yeah, go Yeah, it that. does, because I did it yesterday. Yeah, so I mean, ultimately, that's going to fix your issue, because worst case, you turn off the Chromecast and turn it back on, it'll flip the TV over to it. But other than those handful of situations, my TV never comes off the input for the Chromecast, because all the content I want to consume <laughs> is on there. that thing. <laughs> it's so, all there. Uh, I, I don't think that's a huge hang up and, and just being able to have that remote there is uh, super handy like nice, yeah. to the point of I, I'm I need to set this up this weekend make sure my Chromecast is updated with it but being able to just control your TV with that is I love it so oh the better. other big advantage is most streaming apps and everything are supposed to work with your Google account if you're already logged in on your phone and then you try to pair uh, it's supposed to all be seen. It'll, hey, pick up on your phone or whatever, and it'll automatically do all your passwords and stuff. It doesn't always work. It's not super reliable. This, you can navigate to whatever you're trying to do, whether it's a search field or American Horror Story, apparently, uh, or a password field. He's and you're trying key- to get somewhere. Yeah, your keyboard comes up on your phone. See, so yeah, I go so, to search. So I go to search. And then click in there. And I click in there. Now I can just type on my phone. Uh, which Because anyone who's tried to type a password or an email with a remote. Not fun. Oh, when I get the remote, I'd have to type my, my personal password in that I use for a lot of stuff. Oh, dude. It's a mine. nightmare. And it yeah. takes me a while. I'm like, y'all go get some snacks. I'm going to be here for a minute. Uh, yeah, I love so it. I love it. To be able to have I, that yes. keyboard come up. I love this. If anything, really, just have it really set handy. up just for that. Like whenever yeah. you get to that point. Like, I just want to sit here and do this. I mean, I'm just. Yeah. I downloaded, great. speaking of like trying to put in passwords, Whoa. I downloaded <laughs> Apple TV because I, I was like. Going ah. in on Ted Lasso. Yeah, I was like, I just wanted to watch Ted Lasso. I was like, I want to try it out. Hey, why not? So I did like a month or whatever of it. And. It's like, for one, trying to get my password all in was horrific. It was terrible trying to do that because my Apple password was this, like, generated password. Because at one point in time, whenever I was setting up one of the Macs, like, my password got messed up. And so I had to create this new password, and it's ridiculous. And, um, but then it was like, I guess I have some setting somewhere in Apple crap where it was pinging. It's like, it's like, all right, we sent you a notification on your on your device and i'm like i sold that four years ago well it was pinging the mac mini here Uh, and i was like okay well i'm not there i'm at home so i had to like joe lives a whole miles from the (laughs) office so that wasn't 1.1 miles (laughs) it it actually it actually it actually is right at a mile it's like 1.1 okay all righty well there you go Chromecast remote check out gabe's article we'll make sure to link it Okay, folks, it is Freaky Fast Fridays here at the office, so we are going to go enjoy some Jimmy John's. We appreciate you all tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com. And follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.